Hi, everybody. This is Dave on Opposing the Matrix, and we have Brian with us with a brand new computer. <laughs> Hi, folks. Give him, yeah, give him a clap there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's coming great on the live feed. And oh, uh, yeah, we had some technical issues, but we've overcome those like we overcome everything else because we're overcomers through the Lord. That's right. um, so anyway, tonight we're going to we're going to talk about um, the title of the show is the world that this world is totally psychotic. And boy, is that true? Um, it was always a little psychotic, but, you know, ever since uh, for the last 20 years or something, things have really uh, we, were, we were commenting the other day, you know, about um, how crazy things are in, a, in this country. And I said, it's been like that for a long time, because about seven years yeah, seven years after 9-11, we elected a Muslim into the White House. <laughs> you know? Know. It's like, that's that's crazy right there. You know, you don't learn from your uh, from your lessons and you want to be so politically correct that we're going to accept everybody and anybody. Well, ask the ancient Romans. Well, you can't, but ask them how that worked <laughs> out. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, no, I like this better. Okay. So anyway, folks, um what I'd like to do, Brian, if it's okay, is uh, to start out by reading what psychotic is and uh, or psychosis. And, folks, you're going to see, uh, when I'm reading this, just think about the uh, the people that are leading our country right now. Think about the people that were, you know, uh, were spitting nails when they were talking about Trump the last four years or five years now. Um, think about the craziness in Washington, the rhinos in the Republican Party. You know, the Democrats, you got to expect them to act kind of psychotic because they are. But when the Republicans do it, you know, it's kind of shows you that they're they're not exactly on our side. Um, so anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and read that if that's all right. And uh, we'll go from there. And um, OK, and I'm, I don't even know where this comes from, actually. I just typed it into the search engine and it came up. But anyway, it's it's a good ap application or a good um a good definition. Uh, I've worked with lots of people that are like this and uh, even had a couple of them in, uh, in our family that our family married into. Um, but uh, anyway, so I don't want to go into that too much, <laughs> but psychosis is a severe mental disorder in which thought and emotions are so impaired that the contact is lost with e external reality. I should I shouldn't even have to read any more than that because that describes you know liberalism kind of to yeah. the T. Um, it says possible symptoms include delusions, hallucinations, talking incoherently, uh, and agitation. The person with the condition usually isn't aware of his or her behavior. Um, and real quick here, um, people may experience behavior under the category of behavioral disorganized behavior. Aggression, agitation, hostility, hyperactivity, hypervigilance, nonsense word repetition, uh, repetitive movements, uh, restlessness, self-harm, social isolation, lack of restraint. Boy, that's a big one right there. Uh, or persistent repetition of words or actions. Uh, the cognitive category, um, thought disorders, confusion, belief that an ordinary event is as something has special or personal meaning, uh, belief that thoughts aren't one's own, disorientation, racing, racing thoughts, uh, slowness in activity, thoughts of suicide, unwanted thoughts, uh, difficulty thinking and understanding, or false belief of superiority. Yeah, 
That one really fits. And in a mood category, there's only two more categories. Mood category, anger, anxiety, apathy, excitement, feeling detached from self, general discontent, limited range of motions, loneliness or nervousness, uh, psychological category, uh, fear, hearing voices, depression, manic episodes, uh, paranoia, persecutory delusion, religious delusion, or visible hallucinations. That's the scary one. Um, speech, let's see, speech, uh, deficiency of speech, excessive wordiness, incoherent speech, uh, which we've heard recently, or rapid and frenzied speaking, also common are memory loss, nightmares, and tactile hallucinations, which are weird. Tactile means something you can touch. So I th- right away, Brian, I thought of a mime. Mm-hmm. You know how these, now they're not psychotic. They act like that, but you know how they, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah. you see, man, I, I swear, 75% of those things uh, describe Democrats and liberals. And, you know, albeit, you know, some some conservatives fall into that category, too. Yeah. But, uh, not as much as liberals. And um, anyway, that kind of get us started <laughs> with what we got to talk about tonight. So speaking of which, you were telling me a lot. No, of I think that's a great bat. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you were just telling me about um, what's going on in California uh, with the elections and stuff like that, and talk about psychotic. Uh, yeah, I mean, you Gavin, tell everybody Gavin, what's going on. Gavin Newsom, we have our recall election tomorrow. The polls, he's supposed to be head in the polls, but it's just like the election with Trump. Everybody remembers uh, there was this huge uh, in California during Trump's reelection campaign. There were Trump supporters everywhere down here. It didn't look like a blue state. You know, there were there were lines of cars 60 miles long driving through the cities down here uh, with Trump supporters right. with flags. And so he, but he lost the state, which everybody expected him to. But there was also an expectation he could take California. And now we know why he lost the election. He, they cheated. They obviously cheated. There's overwhelming evidence. There's There's no doubt. Mm-hmm. So that's what a lot of we conservatives down here are worried about is the cheating because even with me, I have, I'm going to vote tomorrow, but I voted in the last election. I registered when I moved here five years ago. I've been voting in every election the last five years, mm-hmm. even the local ones. And I, my wife received her ballot, but I never received mine. I called the election board. Oh, well, you're not registered. I said, well, I moved. She goes, well, did you put a change of address? I said, yeah. And I said, well, I moved uh, five months ago and I re- I'm registered. She goes, well, no, you're not. Oh my and God. I said, well, I have a change of address. She goes, well, um, that's why you're not registered. She, it's hard to explain, but it was it was one excuse after another after another. Uh-huh. So she said, well, you can just go to the polling place and vote. And she, my name was spelled wrong. Really? My middle initial in my name between my first and last name was wrong. Uh, so if I would have voted on the ballot they were going to send me, it wouldn't have counted because they're supposedly supposed to check the signatures. Right. Supposedly. So, and then I have a, another person here that voted and got notified they voted, but they didn't vote. Oh, wow. Somebody else voted for I know that person personally. Huh. So it's a, wow. it's, um, 
don't use the language, but it's just the, gar it's the garbage up. is starting up again. Yeah, it's messed up. So yeah, um, if they actually count the actual votes, I think Gavin's gone, and Larry Elder is going to be the winner for sure. Well, but good. they're all already cheating. Uh, it was a story here uh, three or four weeks ago. Um, um, a, a suspect got pulled over. And they found uh, for I think it was drunk driving or something was going on. They found 300 ballots in the back of his car. Not on, really? Yeah, that was just wow. a few miles from where I live. So, Man. you know, the Democrats remind me of a teenager. Not, 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 not all teenagers are like this. So don't anybody out there get offended. But a lot of times, when teenagers are caught doing something they're not supposed to do, they lie, and everybody right. lies. Right. Everybody lies. That's what yeah. Right. But teenagers are proficient at it. And they do it even when they don't have to lie. They lie. Right. Not all of them. Not all of them. Um, I, that's the Democrats. They mm -hmm. they lie when they don't have to lie. They cheat when and they'll say they're not cheating, but they're cheating right in front of you. So right. there's a worry in California that the election is going to be stolen. If it's not stolen, Gavin Newsom's gone. If there's any kind of integrity to this election, which I don't see how that's possible, because this has been a blue state for 40 years, mm -hmm. um, he's gone. Um, if Larry Elder wins, and everybody listening to me around the country in the U.S., if you're living in a blue state, the best thing that can happen to your blue state is if Larry Elder wins and Gavin's gone. Because that will set a precedent for the nation for blue states. That's right. There's 40 million people here. There's a lot of people and there's a lot of power here. And economically, it used to be the fifth most powerful economic state. If it was a country, fifth in the world. Mm -hmm. But it's not that anymore. So if California goes the way of Larry Elder, the, those other governors in those other blue states better take warning because they're, they're not long for recalls and for, for major, major political ramifications from right. this. And you think, well, why could that be? Well, not that California is better than any other state, but for some reason, we're our, whatever happens here trickles through the rest of the country. Yeah. And a lot of the blue states use California as their model that they want to be like mm -hmm. economically, socially, spiritually. So... It's just, it's a huge, it's a huge election tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, this may be payback for what happened to Trump. And right. I hope it is. I hope it is. And not just for the political, but for the, all the people that live here, the Democrats and the, the liberals don't even realize what's happening to their own state. Right. We're, we're right on the cusp of being a total communist state. We're mm -hmm. not too far away from that. We have some freedoms, but I mean, just uh, 80 miles from here east is a internment camp. And they're already talking about taking anti-vaxxers. If Gavin wins, he's going to retaliate against all the anti-vaxxers because he figures all the anti-vaxxers are Trump supporters and they're not. Right. He thinks everybody that signed the petition to get him out was a Trump supporter. 20 or 25 percent were Democrats yeah, out of that, almost 2 million. So mm -hmm. what's that? 
500,000 Democrats signed that petition to get him out of, out of office. Mm-hmm. If he wins, he's going to be ticked off and he's going to go for us. I no doubt. I mean, I've already talked to Dave about this. Um, I might lose my job in three or four weeks because if they mandate the vaccines, I'm not taking it. Right. I'm going and I'm going to have to pack my bags and get out of here. And it's going to be really stressful, but it's going to be a lot less stressful than being in an internment camp, being reprogrammed. And what I mean is prison. It's a prison camp. It's a Nazi prison camp. That's what they are. And there's 80 of them around the country. So we have one not too far from here. It's a couple hours from here. So um, tomorrow's a huge election, folks. Pray that Gavin loses, that Larry Larry will win. He's way ahead in the polls above anybody. So um, he said the first day in office, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to take all the re- COVID restrictions off. No wow. more social distancing, no more mask requirement, no mandates for vaccines, nothing. Wow. So um, that'll be the first day. And mm-hmm. I, oh, it's just, it's, it's weird here. Everybody's like, I shouldn't see everybody because I don't know everybody, but what I perceive out there in the public, people are stressed out. Right. People are like in limbo. What's going to happen to our state? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, it's hard to explain, but you can just feel it in the air. You can just sense it, you know? And so um, I do know that some of these countries we talked about today, Dave, uh, London um, is not going to mandate vaccines anymore. Good. So they decided uh, there was a huge pushback in London and they said that they they're backing off. Mm -hmm. And what was the other country you mentioned? Denmark. Denmark. Denmark, Denmark, So if this stuff starts, I think people are finally waking up, Dave, I think. They're finally, yeah, like they're seeing that it's not about their health anymore and about their safety. It's about a government takeover of our states and our country. It started with Trump, and now they they were pushing all these mandates and all this stuff, and people have said they've had enough. Yeah, there is there is a group of people though that think it's fine. I think thirty percent polled said they don't see any problem, Mm -hmm. but. They don't see any problem because they've taken the vaccines. They don't mind doing all these things. They don't care if they lose their freedoms. All I can say tonight, if you don't care about, I'm going to be specific here, and I think this is, I know this is going to happen because they're going, we're going the way of China. Um, if you don't care about going to church anymore or what church you want to go to, then vote for Gavin Newsom. If you don't care about, uh, being forced to take an unproven vaccine that could kill you probably or might or make you sick, vote for Gavin Newsom. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't care about, um, you know, three to four million acres of, of fires every summer, and actually we're going into our fire season now. Our fire season is in the fall and the winter because it's right. dry down here. So this is actually our real fire season starting right now. Mm-hmm. So if you don't care about, you know, five to ten thousand homes being burned up and losing millions of acres of forest because of bad management and vote for Gavin Newsom. You know, if you don't care about brownouts and we've had them here, you know, vote for Gavin. So, 
um, eventually what's going to happen, they're going to tell you where to go to church or not to go to church. They're going to tell you where you can work and not work. They're going to tell you where you can live and not live. They're going to tell you if you can want to buy a house or not. And let me tell you right now, the federal government, Biden's federal government doesn't want you to own a property because right. property is the American dream. To own a piece of property is the American dream and you have freedom mm-hmm. because you can do whatever you want with that property, make it any way you want. And also you have money in it and that helps you leverage against inflation. He doesn't want that. He wants everybody living in apartments and condos, renting. Um, he doesn't want a middle class. He wants a lower class and his class. Right. Us, we're not even in the school. They, he doesn't mm-hmm. even want us on the campus. So middle middle class people and right. upper middle class. He wants the rich and the poor. He wants to be like Venezuela. That's what Bernie Sanders said. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to be like. And I used to think this would take decades that I'd be a really old, old man or gone already to heaven. Um, If the Lord doesn't come back, that's what's going to happen in the next two to five years. Right. I'd say in the next 12 months. Um, it's going to get really bad unless things like what's happening with California, we recall uh, Gavin Newsom, we um, just quit wearing your mask. Mm-hmm. Quit wearing your mask, you know, yeah. uh, and and start pushing back, you know, your churches. I know uh, churches are here. Are, it's a pet peeve with me. I you think when Solomon dedicated the temple in the Old Testament that God required mass while they were worshiping? No. No. No, not at all. You, you know, what was that? Remember that whole necklace thing a long time ago? They would make, uh, not that long ago, what would Jesus do? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they were, what would, yeah. WWJD. Yeah. What would Jesus do in your church, whoever who's listening tonight, would he, would Jesus wear a mask? Would he literally wear a mask to worship his father that he was sent right. to earth to die for? No, he wouldn't. You know, and you say, well, right. out there, we got to respect the government rule. Yeah, we do. Unless it violates God's rules. Exactly. If it violates yeah. God's laws, then those laws don't exist. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen to you out there, anybody out there? I'm just speaking hypothetically here. They tell you it's illegal to go to church. This is happening in China. It's been happening for decades and decades in China. What are you going to say when they put out when a, an edict by Biden or the Democrats or Gavin Newsom, if he wins, that it's illegal to worship anymore? You can only worship the Muslim God mm-hmm. or the Mormon God. What are you going to do then? You're going to, oh, we got we to gotta obey the edict of the governor. He's, he's over us. Well, hopefully people out there who are listening and watching this understand that if you're a believer in the Lord, you're going to worship God no matter what. He comes first. Uh He comes first. You know, I've said this before. We need to fear God who can destroy the body and the soul and throw them both into hell. Man may kill you or torture you, but he doesn't send you to hell. God does. Mm -hmm. And we're going to heaven as a believer. You know, you shoot in your heart, you're going to heaven. So that's, that's a done deal. So, right. but the the political situation in California, it's just weird. It's hard to explain, Dave. It's just weird. You got a group of people driving around with masks in their car and nobody's in the car with them. 
Yeah, I've seen that a lot. And then you got other people walking around jogging with no mask, with their kids out on the beach playing, not worried about a thing. Mm -hmm. But then you got a governor telling us that there's the death toll is is out of control. Okay, you know what the death toll was? I, I don't remember exactly. It was last week. One day last week, eight people died from COVID in Los Angeles County. Eight. Mm -hmm. Right. There's 10 million. Uh huh. How many died of suicide that day? They don't tell you. And I don't know about you, but Gavin's done a great job with, with the infectious diseases because we haven't had a flu case in a year. Yeah, right. Neither I haven't year. heard of dying from the flu or the common cold. It's really weird, you know? Yeah, maybe weird. Well, I mean, he must, he's like the fourth member of the Trinity, this guy, because there's the disease, the flu is gone. That's a joke, folks, okay? There's no fourth yeah. member of the Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, thinks he is. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just put horns on him and call him Beelzebub, you know? I mean, it's just a Gavin. It's... And you think I'm being harsh. I'm being I'm being harsh because we're living in harsh times. We're living in times where our freedoms of speech are going to be gone unless we fight back. And this is the time to be harsh. This is the time to be plain and speak plainly and not hold anything back because right. the other networks and the other uh, platforms is filtered. Well, Dave and I are not filtered. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're unfiltered. We're unfiltered. We're telling you like it is. And so um, COVID is a lie. We know that. Exactly. Um, people are getting sick and dying. But I thought about this today. Are they really dying from COVID? That's what we're being told. That's what the patients right. are being told when they're sick and dying. They're dying of COVID. Are mm -hmm. they really dying of COVID? Or is this something else that they're not telling us? Or right. is it just a really bad flu, they're just engineered it to be a little more specific toward the elderly. I don't know. All mm -hmm. I know is we're losing our freedoms. I don't see bodies piling on the street. I don't, I, I, I have a few family members that have gotten sick and died. Um, mm -hmm. of friends, I mean, but not a COVID. They died of the vaccine. <laughs> right, right. They weren't sick until they got the shot. Uh-huh. And and so um, I just real quick, Dave, I got something here I'm going to read. Um, I got my phone. Let's see. Okay, about the vaccines. Now, this is the consequences, and thank goodness for these guys. And you probably read this today, Dave. Um, U.S. truckers just issued warning about these vaccine mandates and possible food shortages. And so I didn't want to read the article, but what it's saying in this article is they're going to force the drivers that deliver our food, like a Lucky's or, a, a, you know, whatever, a, the different yeah, stores, market. Mm -hmm. the Ralphs and, the, and all those Albertsons. A lot of these guys are hired by the companies, but a lot of them are freelance drivers. Right. And I don't think this is being talked about a lot, and it should be, because this is what's coming. I have an article right here. Oh, you can't see it because it's too bright. But the truckers are saying they're not going to take the vaccine. Uh -huh. And so they're expecting 50% of the drivers in America that deliver our food will not take the vaccine. At least fifty mm -hmm. percent. So you're gonna have fifty percent less trucks delivering the food 
you think that's going to cause a shortage? Yeah, it is big time. Big uh-huh. time, big time. And and they say they get other drivers. Well, you got to hire them. You got to train them. It's going to take months. Mm-hmm. So that's, right. that's just one article. And it, and these people, these drivers are saying in this article, they're not taking the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and these representative of these truckers says we're not going to do it. And he says, if you if you want to get food, you better get it right away. Right. You better store up because we're not going to deliver. They'd rather lose their jobs in delivering and take the vaccine. That's how safe the vaccine is. You know, truckers are tough people. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they're tough. They're on the road all the time. They're dealing with just situations and with weird people out there. And and they're afraid of the vaccine. Right. And because right. it's, it's a death shot. So, and then um, one more thing here. Um, let me see if I can find it. Just a second, Dave, folks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this today, but it's a, it's a, it's a 1976 clip of the 60 Minutes show. Remember, you know, 60 Minutes? Oh, yeah. And it's a, and they did a piece in 1976 on the swine flu. Really? If you were an adult back in 1976, hold on a second here. Oh, never mind. Sorry, folks. Here we go. One more time. Um, if you were an adult in 1976, and remember the swine flu. You know, all the hysteria and hype that surrounded the virus and the vaccine. If not, you can read about it, in which I have done extensive since the COVID thing has become such a free-for-all. I learned Mm -hmm. a lot and noticed that there was a lot of similarities between the swine and COVID, especially when it came to the vaccines. And one of those things that happened with the swine flu vaccine is that it had been pulled eventually because it was linked to, I can't pronounce it, but it's a disease, Juliana Barra. Oh, uh, Guillain-Barre, Guillain-Barre disease, yeah. Okay, okay. COVID is linked to the same thing. Yeah. This, right? Uh-huh. And so this vaccine was pulled because it was causing this, and people were dying, it says. Although the actual number of people who died from the vaccine is not officially known, it was like far less, however than, however, than the official number that were given by the COVID vaccine deaths, which had not been pulled. Mm-hmm. So they pulled this vaccine because it was killing people with this disease. In 1976, it was a big deal. But the last I looked, and it's been a while, 14,000 have died in America that we know of right. from this vaccine. I, I don't remember the exact number of this, but it was probably only in the hundreds. But yet, right. they're not pulling this vaccine. So you have to ask yourself, why are they going against their own guidelines and safety issues and not pulling the vaccine? Because this isn't about vaccines. This is not about That's right. uh, health. This is about world takeover of every country in the world. This mm-hmm. is about uh, making every person in America subservient to their leadership. This is about total control. That's it. Right. That's what it's about. 
That's right. So, um, wow. Anyway, you know, I, it's, go it's, ahead, it's, No, I was going to say it's incredible because, um, you know, when you think about it, and I, I don't quite know how to put this into the correct term, so please, if I offend anybody, just take it with the spirit that I'm saying this in. Um, in that uh, most of the people, I would say probably about 90% of Democrats took the vaccine, at least, you know, and probably about maybe 35 to 40% of um, of uh, conservatives took it. I don't like to use the term um, Republicans because Republicans don't really represent what I believe. Uh, so I say conservatives. But anyway, um now they're, they're they're forecasting that you know within a year or two that people are going to start really um, getting a lot of uh, autoimmune diseases and and maybe even um, passing away because of this. Now uh, you talk about turning a state blue or red, excuse me, ooh, turning a state red. Uh, uh, what we what would do it better than if um, if you know let's just say half of the um, of the 90% that took it on the Democrat side or the liberal side, all of a sudden weren't here because all of you know, they, they had very negative reactions to the vaccine and um, no longer exist. Um, that's going to turn states around too. It really is. And um, I think that's why there's one of the reasons anyway, why they're so adamant about you and me and all the people that are against this vaccine. Uh, yeah. They call us anti-vaxxers. And I wear that badge with title, uh, with the happiness too. So, um, but, um, so that's why they're after us because one of the reasons anyway, because they know that they have condemned their own constituency to possibly death, you know? And I think they, they finally thought about it. Oh yeah. You know, this just came to my mind, you know? And, uh, they said, well, you know, if, um, if most of our constituency passes away, then the world is going to belong to the, to the conservatives. And so no, we, now we got to get the conservatives to take it. We got to make a law to get them to take it and everything else. And I think that's one of the pushes too, you know, not just, it, well, that, that falls into control. Like you said, they, they yeah. all go together, but uh, you know, it's, they're not going to let people off the hook. Well, um, there are more, like you said, there are more and more people that are coming out against it. I think it was um, today, there were two more people in the um, FDA that said that they were against the uh, the third injection being given to just everybody, you know, mm. and, and they're coming out against uh, and speaking out against it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And, That's you know, really you take that yeah. with Denmark and, and England and, um, and other places that... Uh, you know, England is a pretty liberal place, you know, and, and for them to be stopping this um, makes you question uh, that Biden isn't just liberal. And, you know, most of us know he's a communist, yeah. uh, uh, you know, extreme leftists. Uh, I don't like that term progressive because uh, they're not progressing. Well, they're progressing towards destruction, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, they are. But, uh, so uh, anyway, they're cutting their own throats, which is a lot of, a lot of liberals do. And, uh, um, excuse me, communists and uh, progressives, they, they act without thinking about the consequences of their actions. And, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we are, we were talking today, uh, my wife and I about, 
um, these uh, people that are saying that the anti-vaxxers are the ones that are causing problems. Well, first of all, that's a lie because it's the vaxxers that are in the hospitals and taking up. That's what it was. They were saying that the um, the anti-vaxxers are taking up all the ICU beds. And so people that have accidents and stuff can't get into the ICU. So, you know, the anti-vaxxers are, are guilty. And yeah. uh, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. If you want to take this a step further, let, let's take it a step further. What about the guy that's in there for lung cancer who was told for the last 50 years that it, le- it could lead to cancer and to his death? Okay, he's been warned for 50 years, you know, not to not to smoke. What about the person, the alcoholic, who knows that drinking is bad for him and that it's going to cause cirrhosis of the liver and liver failure, and yet he's in the ICU because he's got liver failure, you know? You could you could use this for anything. Uh, motorcycle drivers are very careless. Not all of them. Okay, <laughs> you kind of look like a little shocked there, Brian. Well, um, your 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 uh, frame froze for a few seconds. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I was like, <laughs> okay. But you know, motor a lot of motorcyclists that I know of, they've all been in wrecks. Okay. Yeah. They, they all drive haphazardly, as far as I know. Now, there's there's people that drive really carefully, and I applaud them because they make their life easy, and they make my life easy when I'm on the road with them. Yeah. But I would say about 60 to 70% of motorcycle drivers don't care, and they just think they own the road and everything. And, yeah. Um, and they usually end up in the hospital, and it's usually with catastrophic injuries. You know, they wear those stupid Nazi-looking helmets that are absolutely no, no um, protection whatsoever. And not all of them, but, you know, the ones that want to be cool, that want to look like, you know, bikers and stuff, and like they're in a gang or in a, uh, yeah, motorcycle gang. But anyway, uh, they end up in the hospital. You know, they know that driving like that's bad for them, and it could cause a wreck. Well, I hope they know it anyway. And uh, yet they're sitting in the ICU, you know, so you could take it just about anything. Yeah. You know, slipping in the shower because you didn't have a mat in there. Well, you've known for 30 years you should have a mat in your shower so you don't slip. So, you know, uh, and it, it's just ludicrous, this whole anti-vaxxer crusade against anti-vaxxers. And uh, and what about the ultimate thing? The woman that that really knows in the back of her mind that abortion is wrong, yet she does it anyway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, people have been screaming for 50, 60 years about it. You know, don't do it. It's murder and everything else. And a lot of women... Not all, but a lot go into depression after a while. Yeah. Over what they've done, you know, and okay, so you know it's wrong and you did it. You did it for convenience you know, for the most part. A lot of sometimes it's because of a medical reason. But um, so you did something wrong and you're, you're paying the price because you have uh, sadness or depression over it and you know you shouldn't have done it. So, you know, it's life has, um, I call it the law of reciprocity. A lot of people call it karma. There's reasons why we don't go into that. Um, but, um, you know, no, car, everything you do in life has, has a, a consequence or a blessing. Um, and doing things that are injurious to you and then expecting people to feel bad for you. Now, people will anyway, but expecting it at, when you're at the end of your life because you're dying because of what you did mm-hmm. is, is is haphazard, you know, and I don't know. I just, I don't see the sense. And that, see, that's where I go and get into the psychotic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. um, thinking you can, 
you can do it. Liberalism is a mental disorder. And one of the signs of um, mental illness is that you try to do the same thing that you failed at over and over and over again, thinking you can do it right. And that's what a lot of people, even conservatives do that to some degree, but liberals are really skilled at it. Uh, leftists, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's talk about psychotic or, you know, psychosis. My goodness, you know, and uh, we see it every day. You know, we see it in, uh, just, just read the news one day um, and you see weird things that are going on in Washington, things that aren't quite normal um, and everything else. So it's, and man, we've been seeing it a lot lately, you know, with uh, now, now they don't even let Biden answer questions at news, prefer- news conferences. Yeah. He says what he wants to say and then he gets out of there. He even said one time, they won't let me answer questions. You know, oh. who are they? Who are they? First of all, yeah. this is the yeah. most powerful man in the world and they won't let him answer questions. You know, maybe it's Jill. Maybe it's, uh, you know, somebody he's close to. Maybe it's the Democratic Party. I don't know. But uh, that, that was something that should have never come out because um, people are taking it to the bank and it's really, really cashing out really good for conservatives. But, um, you know, just read one day. Uh, what happened in Washington and, and you see that happen. What's happening in the capitals around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's nuts. It's like the whole world's turned upside down. It's like almost like a parallel universe, actually. When you think about it, you know, it's like we were plunged like two universes connected. Now I know this is not what happened, but it's like universe A and universe B connected and parts of one got into another and, and vice versa. And then separated again, and now we're stuck with all this craziness that yeah. might have been normal in another universe, but isn't normal here. And uh, now people are going to go, now you're acting psychotic, <laughs> proposing that two universes have next nexus with one another. Um, but uh, it's it's really crazy, Brian. It really is. Look what happened in Afghanistan. Oh, you know, I, yeah. And like, right away, it's, right away, it's Trump's fault. It's Trump's fault. But Trump probably had an orderly plan to do it, knowing Trump, you know, and everything was going to work out just fine. And Biden was like, no, nope, we're not going to do that. He says he followed Trump's plan. That would be a first because he's doing yeah. everything he can to negate everything that Trump ever did. Oh, yeah. You know, oh. so don't try to tell me it's Trump's fault. <laughs> but anyway. No, thoughts? no. You, you, oh, yeah. You, you you got the brain cells going in my head. It, I'm everything's swirling and we're talking <laughs> Sorry, There's a lot of space in there. So it's easy. Um, <laughs> um, the, you started off with that description, the definition of psychotic. Uh-huh. And I, I've been thinking, okay, psychotic people who see things that aren't there, people who see obvious things, but deny that they're right there in front of them. So I started uh-huh. thinking, okay. Um, You as president, I'm thinking of Biden because he's definitely on that on that road. Is it's okay to let the enemy of our country who took our buildings down or part of the responsibility? Because that's another story. We know there's a lot more behind it. Right. But to give them weapons and let them take a country that we have for 20 years, leave our people there, and then tell us. Well, we're going to get everybody out. 
but mm-hmm. knowing that we have cell phones now, we have laptops, we have computers, we have social media. People can communicate even behind the iron curtains. They yeah. couldn't do that in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Uh-huh. Now we can do that. So he's he's saying that we're all gonna, there's people texting their loved ones. We're being taken away. We're trapped. And he knows this, but denies. It's like the building's on fire right behind them. Mm-hmm. Everybody stands and can see behind him the building's on fire. But it's like that old movie, uh, Naked Gun, Nine and a Half, with Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Where the whole block is on fire behind him. And he's standing in front of it and telling everybody to go away. There's nothing to see here. Uh-huh. But there's huge, massive warehouse fires going up for him behind him. Right. So, um, so it's, it's, it's deranged because you tell us we have to be vaccinated, right? Yeah. But you're bringing was 50 to 100,000 Afghan refugees into our bases that are not vaccinated. Right. You're giving them money. You're giving them citizenship. You're giving them whatever they need, medical um, insurance. Right. But we have people on our own streets and just around here who don't have jobs because everything was shut down. They lost their businesses. They lost their jobs or livelihood. They have no money, no insurance. But you're letting these people come in unvaccinated to our country and not right. and giving them places to live and telling us what you're going to do, knowing mm-hmm. right in front of you that this doesn't make sense is my point. They're doing right. the very opposite of what they're telling us they want us to do. But yet when we call them on it, they say we're racist. They say we're a phobia, have phobias. They say that we're anti-vaxxers and that we want to kill people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're allowing people to come into our country that are not vaccinated, that come from right. other countries. And we don't know where these people have been. And they say they're vetting. I heard this the other day on a program. They're supposedly vetting everybody. But you can't vet people that don't have any documentation. Right, exactly. Do you think the Taliban and the Al-Qaeda that's coming into our country has a social security card? And they have a, a, a address? Yeah, I live... Um, in the negative, I would see, I live in Kandahar, about four stones throw from a cave. Just make a left at the big creek, go past the oak tree and live my front door. You know, I mean, is that the vetting they're doing? Oh, okay, you can come in. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't vet people who don't have a physical address. You can't vet people who don't want to be vetted that can lie. But they're doing mm-hmm. this. Why are they doing this? Because this is a huge, this is all tied together. It's all COVID. I mentioned this, I'm like a mino bird. I keep bringing this up every week. But this has been planned for at least 50, maybe 75 to 100 years. What's happening right. now it was planned at least 100 years ago. And they want a one world government. That's what they want, folks. Let's just say it. They want a one world government. Go on the internet, look up Bill Gates, what he says about depopulation. He right. has, I've heard his video. I saw his video. He wants the world to about half a billion people. Mm-hmm. That means seven and a half to eight billion people are going to have to die. Why do they want to do this? Because they want to rebuild the planet. This has nothing to do about the environment. 
is they right. want to rebuild the planet with like-minded people like them into an utopia where it's run by a very few under them. And they know unless they kill most of us, that's really never going to happen. Right. Because there's just too many people with a free will and a free spirit to live. Not just in America, in every country in the world, even in the, the countries like um, North Korea and China, there's people there that want to be free. Mm -hmm. And they have that put into them by God Almighty to be free. And where did this come from? You know, I, I say, Dave, in, in those, uh, what is it? Gosh, I'm just blank tonight. I'm on blank every night. Life's a lot better when you go blank. It's just a lot easier. You know, when you don't have expectations, you're never let down. You know what I mean? Now you can change your um, last name, blank. My name is blank. No, it's... Um, Oh, gosh. Um, where Solomon wrote about, um, why well, I, I don't know this. It's so simple. Ecclesiastes? Yes, Ecclesiastes. There's nothing new under the sun. Thank you. You're welcome. And that's true, okay? Yeah. What Bill Gates, George Soros, so by the way, uh, China came out today and called Bill, uh, George Soros uh, Satan. Said he said, China came out and called George Soros Satan. <laughs> it's in the news. I got it right here. I'd have to look it up, but it's on my phone. Oh, wow. They call them Satan or the son of Satan. And, uh -huh. uh, and that's China's. So what's that say about George Soros? So back to my, my idea here, nothing is new under the sun. So what am I saying? I'm saying what's happening to us right now, I believe, happened in the ancient world. Right. Different technologies, different stuff, but people are people. Adam was the beginning and Eve, but they were just like us. Right. And why were they like us? Because we're human. And mm -hmm. that's why God, uh, Jesus had to be sent to die for everyone. Because Adam, we're like Adam. We're like Eve. We have our faults. Mm -hmm. And one of the things in the garden that was said that tempted Adam and Eve, not just Eve, was you will be like God. You will be like God. Where's that in the scriptures? It's in Genesis. Uh, uh, Nimrod, the Tower of Babel, he wanted to be like God. All right. the peoples of the earth at that time spoke one language. And so they brought the resources together and built this huge tower. What was the tower for? It was to be like God. It was to make a name for himself. Like it was, it was he might as well put you know, his name on that tower, Nimrod, because... He was the king, literally, of the known world, and no one could come against him. And he thought, I'm going to be like God, and he built this tower to show who he was. Mm -hmm. What's that mean? It's, he was a type of Antichrist. He, he wanted a one-world government. He wanted all the peoples of that ancient world to worship him. Right. And so he built a symbol of that power and authority, which was that tower which was, uh, from what I understand, was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet high. Right. It, it was huge. You could be seen for 100 miles, I, I've researched. Huh. It was big. But that's what's happening now. The one world government system that's being pushed upon us through COVID, through 
1993 bombing of the Twin Towers, all that is all tied to what's happening now. The shooting in Vegas, the 58 people, all that stuff is tied to everything that's happening in our lives. It's actually affecting us now, every one of us. And the reason is, is that one world government mentality that was in Nebuchadnezzar's, excuse me, Nimrod's time in Genesis is never went away. Why? Because yeah. it started in the garden. Eve and Adam, you can be like God, knowing good and evil. Mm-hmm. Knowing. So what's happened? These men and these women that are pushing this think they're demigods. They think they're right. better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. They have money. They have power. They're smart. And they know what's best for us. That's the spirit of the Antichrist. That's right. That a normal person, folks, does not think like that. A normal person, if you're working with somebody that thinks they're better than you and tells you that, that person will stand out in the workplace and nobody will want to be around that person, right? Exactly right, yeah. Right, they will peg that person as being egocentric, being a narcissist, being a sociopath or, or whatever, or a, psycho, uh, a psychotic. Yeah. I mean, name, whatever you want to name it, if a person in your workplace or in your in your uh, sphere of influence is treating people like that, that person will be ostracized and should be. But those right. that, that description I just gave you, Dave, and folks, is the same thing that the New World Order, Bill Gates, George Soros, the Bidens, the Clintons, the Obamas, all of them, uh, the, the Microsofts and and the Googles and all, all these CEOs and uh, CNN and all of them, they all have something in common. They're all narcissists and they're all sociopaths and they all yeah. think they're smarter than you and want to know what's best for your life. That spirit that was in the Tower of Babel is here today, alive and well. And the Tower of Babel being built today is a one world government ruled by the Antichrist. And he's alive and well, I believe, somewhere in the world behind the scenes. He might even be behind. He might even be behind the scenes in the United States. We don't even know it. He might be calling. Yeah. I believe it. On the shots, the spirit of Antichrist is here right now. The same uh-huh. spirit that was during uh, Nimrod's time. The same spirit that was in the Garden of Eden. The devil himself is behind what's going on. Mm-hmm. Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, he's behind all of this. And as long as the believers are still alive in the world and good people along with them, the total world system can't be brought into place. That's it right. can't, it, we're holding it back. It's just, but it doesn't mean they're not going to push and mm-hmm. they're going to start pushing with these anti, with these vaccinations. And I uh, just tell you folks, I saw a video today of a guy. I wish I could show it to you. Um, if somebody calls you up and says you need to come down to the hospital, you need to get vaccinated today, there, it's an emergency, don't go. If somebody knocks on your door and they ask you, you need to come with them, and they won't tell you why, I'm not, I can't believe I'm even saying this stuff, but this is what's happening. Don't go with them. I'm not mm-hmm. making this up. Yeah. Because the government very, very soon, and already this is happening in Australia knocking on people's doors and asking them who lives here have you been vaccinated if you haven't they pull them out of the house and they take them to vaccination centers and these are not club med places to go for vacation Mm -hmm. these are internment camps 
this is what's happening. And it's going to happen here, and it might already have started. So um, this Antichrist spirit is here alive and well. But the good news is, because we're still here, believers are still here, good people that aren't saved are still here, good Americans who love their country are still here. Right. We can say no. There's enough of us to push back that. Mm -hmm. There's at least 100 million of us in this country. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. We can say no. How do you say no? Don't get the shot. Uh, Take your employer. Oh, and this is something I found out. and Everybody here probably knows this because everybody on this show is very informed. Um, Don't quit your job if they make you take vaccinations. Let them fire you. Make them fire you. If they want you gone, then make them do it. Why? Mm -hmm. First of all, you'll get unemployment. Second of all, you can sue them for being fired. Mm-hmm. You can sue them because it's unconstitutional what they're doing. Right. You'll have to go to a lawyer. You're going to have to spend money. But if enough people out there get lawyers and start suing their employers, mm-hmm. this will stop. And what else will stop yeah. is, um, oh, gosh, I wish I had it. It's on my phone. My phone is hard to get into right now. Um you can download documents stating an employer's liability for causing harm to an employee by taking the vaccine. Right. So if you take, if they force you to take the vaccine and you can get sick or go to the hospital or die, you cannot sue the vaccination companies. You can't sue Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson, but you can sue your school district, yeah. your employer, mm-hmm. the city you work for. You can sue them. That's because right. This is an untested drug. You, you're, you, you're not informed. They didn't inform you about the side effects. Mm-hmm. Have to be, it has to be informed consent. So look it up, folks. Look up the stuff that I'm telling you about because you have a weapon. You can actually print the stuff out. And if they force you to get a vaccine, you got to get this or you're fired and they pull you in your boss's office, show them, show them off the Internet. It, it has the laws and say – just so you know, you need to read this. You're going to be liable if I get sick and die. Right. If I get sick on the hospital, you're liable for my bills and you're liable to be sued. Have them read it, show it, highlight it, and let them see it. Mm-hmm. Then see if, what they do. Right. If they still want to make you get the vaccine and you quit, then you can sue them. And that's right. what it's going to take. It's just going to take, we can't be nice anymore. We can't think this is just going to go away. It's not just going to go away anymore. We've got to take a stand. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, my job, yeah, I have until October 15th to get vaccinated or to test, but that can change. I've been doing some looking into the testing day, and some yeah. of the new test kits aren't the greatest. Right. Some of them don't use uh, cotton. They use like a foam on the end of the swab. It's not cotton, some of them. Mm-hmm. And on that foam is a chemical. And really? on some of the test kits at like CVS and Rite Aid, some of the test kits come with a pulsometer mm-hmm. and like ibuprofen, fever reducer, and they come with certain things huh. because there's side effects from the test kits. Really? That's why they don't have a pulsometer in some of these test kits. You can get a pulsometer. Mm-hmm. And so why would you need that if you're just getting tested and it's not hurting you? Right. So um, I'm still looking into it, but folks, do your do your research and uh, be 
um, be wise of what's going on. Don't mm-hmm. believe everything you hear on the mainstream news. I actually don't believe anything. And even yeah. Fox, you know, Trump has been blasting Fox lately. Right. And, and good, good reason. It's not what they're not saying. It's not what they're saying. It's what they're not saying. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. what they're not reporting. What they're reporting is good, but it's what they're not reporting that's not good. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. they're saying some of these anchors, I won't mention them, but they're saying, I've got the vaccine. You know, and I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's your choice. Yeah. But they're not reporting what's really going on with the vaccines. Exactly. Yep. And Trump came out today and said, um, what did he say? I think it was today in an article about the election. There's a good chance it can be overturned. Oh, the presidential election, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave, you can take off from here. I'm going to look this up. Sorry I'm rambling on. Go go for it. Yeah, that would be really neat if they could re- – and I think um, Arizona is supposed to come out in about a week or so. I don't know. They keep pushing it back farther and farther. Yeah. But they're supposed to come out with their results from their audit. And when that yeah, happens – Yeah. Yeah. Now, it would be nice if they came out with it before your election in California. Because right? that would cause that would cause everybody that's going to vote illegally to, uh, you know, to, to think twice before they did it if they have a conscience at all. But I don't think they do. But, um, you know, so that would maybe prevent what's going to happen in California. What I think is going to happen in California. But um, so I think that the 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 um, powers that be in California should be ready for an audit right away. You know. Right. Um, just be ready, not even say that they're going to do it, but uh, have everything in place so that if it goes wrong and it, it smells dirty, that they can say, yeah, come yeah. on, we're going to have an audit. So, yeah, so that would that would be a good thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I did a plea on one of the shows they did, excuse me, recently. And I, you know, I don't know what Trump watches and what he doesn't watch or whatever, but... Um, I basically got on there and said, please come back. We need you really bad. You know, um, the country's going to hell and, and everything else. And uh, I said, God can use you to change things around, you know. And, um, well, we'll see what happens. I, like I said, I doubt he'd ever listen to it or watch it. But who knows? Maybe somebody will turn him on to it or something. But uh, yeah. But uh, did you find what you were looking for? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I did, somebody just sent me something oh. on Telegram and says, woo, the responses on this FBI posted, the FBI, I guess, posted something on social media. And it says, some local news stations put up a Facebook post asking people to share their stories of unvaccinated loved ones who died. Huh. And it says the response they got is not what they were expecting. I bet this is pretty incredible. And I guess um, I'd have to go into the video, but I guess they got overwhelmed by people who died and got sick from the vaccine on their post. And the FBI was like, oh, no, taken back by it. So um, it's on a website. It's called, let's see. And subscribe. Official Jim Jordan. Is it at official Jim Jordan? Jim Jordan is a congressman. Yeah, so it's yeah. from him. Now, so, is that on regular? What format is that on? Uh, oh, you said Telegram. 
Uh, yeah, it's on my Telegram. It was, okay. you know, sent to me. It's share and subscribe official Jim Jordan. So folks, okay. look that up. Look that up. Um, wow. Go ahead, David. No, 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 I'm good. Um, that just really blew my mind. Jim Jordan is very unspoken or outspoken, excuse me, um, critic of uh, Biden and of all the of all the um, antics of the uh, Democratic Party the last four or five years. And um, he's got a chance to really <clears throat> grill some of these idiots that are working for the federal government yeah. to try to overthrow the government, you know, and uh, yeah. it's been pretty interesting. So anyway, it's, um, yeah, that's, that's encouraging too. I have yeah, to read more about that. It's, um, yeah, I'm trying to look up that article Trump said today. He, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm just trying to figure out why the FBI would do that. Unless they're, unless they're thinking of investigating it. You know, maybe there's, uh, yeah. somebody important at the FBI, at the FBI that thinks that, uh, that a lot of these, um, deaths are unwarranted and, uh, and they want, they want to have evidence so that when they go after the people, wouldn't that be neat yeah. to see Bill, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates in prison? Um, oh, that'd be a good, yeah, awesome. along with the guys that, you know, the guy that founded Facebook and, uh, the one that uh, founded Twitter. Right. Yeah. So that would be pretty awesome to see that. And while they're at it, they might as well clean out Congress part of the Senate and right. the White House too. So, wow. That's amazing. Trump, but, uh, oh. I thought I, I, I go to these articles and I download them and send them to myself, but I guess I didn't send this one about Trump. Huh. Um, Maybe you delete yourself deleted it. Oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, even, okay. Trump drops bombshell. Trump drops bomb. Excuse me. I do believe they are going to decertify the election. Huh. And that was September 11th. Really? It says former President Donald Trump dropped a bomb during a news interview on Friday when he said that he believes that officials will decertify the 2020 presidential election. Huh. While talking about the consequences of the rigged election, Trump told the Gateway Pundit, I do believe they are going to decertify the election. Wow. Wow, from his mouth to God's ears. Oh, man. You know? That would, uh, oh, that would be... Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because the way things are heading right now, unless there's some kind of divine intervention, um, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And you know? and you know why I think they're the Democrats are pushing so hard by cheating is because there's been a turnaround in the American public in the last few years where right. even the Democrats now are more Republican than they are Democrats. Uh, I mean, if John Kennedy was alive, he would, they wouldn't allow him in the Democrat Party. Oh, he yeah. Would never be, a, he would never be, be an ultra, ultra conservative. Oh, yeah. He's very conservative. <laughs> so I think what's happening is they realize the population has switched more conservative and that they would never be able to ever run an election, a, a major election, Legal. unless they cheat. Yeah. I, I, I would be safe to say, and I think it's more than this, at least 60% of the population don't agree with what's going on with the Democrats and the left. Right. 
I'd say at least 60. I'd say it's close to 70. So they know that. They know what the polls really are. And so unless mm-hmm. they cheat, they're never going to win. Right. And they right. realized after Hillary's debacle that they had to cheat or – and they didn't cheat enough the first time. They didn't expect Trump to get so many votes. Right. But they, they were cheating. And then the second time, they said they, they almost didn't get it done the second time because so many people vote, voted for Trump that it actually shut the computer systems down across the nation. Saw that. Yeah, that yeah, was interesting. So, they're they're going to cheat in this election with California because they can't afford to lose and they know they can't win. Right. I believe in my heart that California is a red state. Mm-hmm. I think it was a red state since 2016. Right. And I think it's just um, I think it's really red too. I don't think it's barely red. I think it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just uh, so many Trump supporters here. It's crazy. Right. And right. You... conservatives anyway. You know, coming from California and then moving up here, um, it almost makes California look better um, because, you know, the, the liberals in California were, you know, they weren't very vocal, you know, that, that I experienced. You know, I worked with a lot of liberals in California. Mm-hmm. And it was like they almost had the attitude like, well, if I don't say anything about your party, you know, you won't say anything about mine. So everybody just right. got to keep their mouth shut. Yeah. But up here, you know, they're up here, they're brazen. You know, yeah. they're not afraid to, to voice their opinions. Um, what was it? Uh, oh, Jimmy Kimmel the other day um, <clears throat> said that uh, he, he it's his opinion that all um, all anti-vaxxers should be killed. <laughs> you know, wow. and I'm like, now this is good. Wow. They're trying to make it sound like it was a comedy skit, you know, and you know, when, you think of, yeah. when you think okay. about it, that's a good that's a good format for propaganda. Because yeah. you could say whatever you want to and have it sound like it's comedy or have people say it's comedy, you know. And uh, Kathy Griffin went a little too far by holding up a bloody head of Trump. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah. And she, I understand she, um, she's pretty sick now or something. I think she's got a, a, I think she came down with cancer or something like that. Probably from the COVID shot. Yeah. Or the, um, the adrenochrome she's been taking all mm-hmm. these years. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, um, it's, it's weird. It's, um, it's like the chickens are coming home to roost in a lot of cases. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of neat to watch actually. Um, people that mock yeah, God. Exactly. Can, You're yeah. frozen. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you can hear me, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. You, you, you freeze up periodically too. So, yeah. um, as long as we can hear, that's the important thing. But he, um, you know, the chickens are coming home to roost and, uh, there are a lot of, um, there's two people in the chat room, it says. Huh. Somebody asked if we were evangelicals. I don't consider myself an evangelical. No. Um, another one said, are you stoned? Anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not stoned and I'm not an evangelical. I'm a believer in Yeshua. Course, and, Same uh, here. Yeah. I do believe in preaching the gospel and stuff like that, but I've been to evangelical churches and they um they weren't really my forte. So yeah. Anyway, that kind of answers that question. Um not even gonna try to pronounce the name that the guy goes by, but anyway. So that's kind of neat. It's the first time I've seen people in the chat room. 
Hey, oh, that's cool. We're going places, I guess. Huh? That's good. <laughs> no, that's good. That's, that's dialogue. That's, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's like sitting at the coffee, like the formats that we use and like others use is like the old coffee shops of the old days. Right. Where the whole town would get all their news from the coffee shop or the barber shop. Uh-huh. Now it's on podcasts. Right. You know, right. because we're all so busy and, and we still go to coffee shops, but we're usually on our phones and tablets in the coffee shops. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it people, replaces the newspaper. <laughs> people get home at night, turn on their podcasts and, you know, watch the podcast when they're finally at home. So, yeah, but um, things have definitely changed in America, but America's not done yet. I, I, uh, I, I just, the more I think about it, when the enemy thinks they've won, or when they think they've got us, that's when they lose. Yeah. It, it happens. It happens in real war. Hitler thought he had us. Japan mm-hmm. thought we'll bomb Pearl Harbor, we'll take out their fleet, and we'll devastate them so much that they're going to surrender or be inept to be able to fight back. Right. But instead, right. it ticked us off, and we the biggest greatest war machine ever got turned on. And the freedom mm-hmm. ships started being built. And um, most of the men and some women, but most of the men went to war and the women built the freedom ships. My, well, Barbara's mom was a welder mm-hmm. in Richmond. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> built, built, the, built the ships. I mean, that is just awesome. So, and and I, and I, I say this because I know people from around the world listen to us and watch us. And I say, Freedom is worth fighting for. Because yeah. you're a Christian doesn't mean you can't fight. A lot of people think, I shouldn't say a lot. I shouldn't make statements like that. But some believers think when you're saved, you should be passive. And, you know, every, be kind to everybody. That's true. Right. And you should, you know, not be too judgmental, not be too harsh. And we shouldn't fight in wars because we're not to murder. People think fighting in wars is murder. It's not murder. David was a man after God's own heart. But he was a warrior. He fought wars mm-hmm. all the time. That's he right. was he was ruthless. I wouldn't want to come up against that guy, mm-hmm. you know. And so Jesus, you know, well, Jesus was harsh. He went into the temple and turned over the money changers' tables because they were defiling the temple, right? And defiling um, what was going on there. And Jesus got mad and basically threw a fit and turned them all over. He was mad. He he made a stand. Um, so. It's in the scriptures that to fight, not to murder, not to steal, but to fight. Uh, Nehemiah, when he rebuilt the wall, he couldn't rebuild the wall because they kept getting attacked and it kept slowing down the progress. So they had to fight with guards protecting them. And Uh they had to have literally a shovel in one hand and a weapon in the other while they were rebuilding the wall. Right. So protecting your country, protecting your citizens Protecting your people is all over the scriptures. It's not ungodly. And um, the only reason we have a country is because of believers and God-fearing people who fought for us. That's right. That's why, that's why we, we we have the 4th of July. And mm-hmm. we sit back now, our generation, the one that's alive right now, and a lot, not all of us, but some of us think we take it for granted because we didn't work for it. We didn't earn right. it. We didn't die for it. Mm-hmm. But we enjoy reaping the benefits from it. 
Well, those benefits are going to go away unless we start fighting back. Mm -hmm. We don't have to fight with rifles right now and guns and all that. It might come to that. Right now, we fight with our votes, with our voices, with uh, taking a stand, don't take the vaccine. If your church is making you wear masks, go up to the pastor. You might have to leave that church. What are you doing? Where's... We're supposed to worship these and the masks don't even work. Uh, they yeah, had a guy right. on, um, oh, Chris Wallace last Sunday or Sunday before. Chris Wallace, I don't really even watch him because he's kind of a, he's a liberal. But they had a guy on there and said that the masks the only protect 10 to 20 percent of, of airborne particulates, right? 10 to 20 percent that means 80 percent of people out there, the masks you're wearing. 80% of the stuff in the air is going through the mask. Mm -hmm. And so it's not keeping you safe. It's actually hurting you. And we talked about this before, so I won't go into that. But America's not done. We're not done. Right. Until we're out, until the believers are out of here and God comes back and changes things, we're not done. So mm -hmm. don't give up. Don't get depressed. Go to work. Um, you know, just do your job. They want you to get a vaccine. They force it on you. M make them fire you. Right. Go get that paperwork. Look it up. Mm -hmm. You know, the legality of an employer firing you for an untested vaccine. And even though they say they're tested, they're not tested. You can't test the vaccine in eight months. It takes 10 to 15 to 20 years sometimes. It took That's for right. how long to get the polio vaccine. It took decades to get that vaccine. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. anyway, you know, that's the one thing, you know, I like Trump. I like him a lot. Yeah. But the one thing he doesn't do is he doesn't recant on the vaccines. Yeah. Um, because he's really the one that started that all up. You know, um, he's the one that put it all, all the, yeah. the, the, the motion into gear, so to speak. And um, yeah, yeah. even recently when he's been on, he said that, um, you know, hey, we got the vaccine. We got it going. And, you know, and I'm like. This is not something to brag about, you know. It's it's killing people. Maybe he doesn't know it's killing people. You know that could be. Right. But um, he's in for a rude awakening if he he would just open his eyes and do some research and look at it. You know, um, and he, that's going to be his legacy. You know, or a big part of it anyway. And so he needs to uh, to look at what's going on with that and to uh, possibly. Uh, kind of dummy up when it comes to talking about it and, uh, and taking, taking a claim for it. Um, and I don't understand why he hasn't. And that's just kind of really, I don't know. You think that he would know, you know, the, the havoc that that vaccine's reaping on people. He's, he's got to know. I mean, Sean Hannity's got to know. Tucker Carlson's got to know. Yeah. I mean, if we know and our little tablets and iPhones and we do right. research and our, our audience who does the same thing and knows all this stuff. Mm -hmm. These guys making 20 to 30 million a year with researchers working for them. Gotta know. Yeah. So why aren't they saying something? Cause I think they don't want to lose their jobs. Oh yeah. That's I don't think, I think, I think I mentioned before, I think Sean's a nice guy. He's done a lot, but I, I think he doesn't want to come against Trump because they're really good friends. Right. Right. You know, but uh -huh. he's gotta know. I mean, come on, London 
it's not going to put push the vaccines now. Right, right. Oh boy, we looked you know, to know why, I mean, why they made that it decision. Like, it seemed like that would be on the news. Yeah, I yeah. know because because they know what it's doing. Well, there was a big pushback. I guess a big pushback in the country. And yeah. So people and and that's why they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, oh, go ahead, Dave. I was going to say there's a video on not, that I saw not too long ago, and um, I think it was a mall or something in France. Now, the French always operate kind of like in reverse. Uh, they wire, you know, if their car was wired, it would be in a negative, a negative, uh, or positive ground, <laughs> you know. Um, right. so I don't, ex- I don't expect a lot out of them anyway, but, um, uh, I guess there was a woman and her friend and they were in a mall somewhere in France and, or France. And, um, they, uh, the, the woman and her friend did not have passports, COVID passports. Um, and I guess they were approached by somebody and they said, no, we don't. Well, they called the cops and it, it, there was like 30, what do they call them? Gendarmes over there or something like that. Or, Is that what they call them? <clears throat> yeah. Um, 30 of them all dressed in paramilitary clothes that descended on these two women and were beating them with their batons. Really? You know? Two yeah. Women? Yeah. Two women. Because, because they, they, have- they were they didn't have their COVID passport with them, and they were there technically illegally. But it can't be illegal because it's a mandate, and a mandate's not a law. You know? So how can it something be illegal if it's not really a law? Because illegal means against the law. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's crazy. Wow. It really is. So. Well, I, I hope before it gets too crazy, because I know I'm talking about if Gavin wins, I'm going to try to move out of here. Yeah. Uh, California. Um, but I'm hoping that these blue states, we need to fight back. Like we're fighting back right now. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where you, you've got to say, okay, we can't fight anymore. It's going too far south. Then you leave the state. And that's what we'll probably do. Because if Gavin wins, he's going to be on the war path against anti-vaxxers and Trump supporters. Oh, yeah. It's going to be bad here. It's you have going a target on your back. Oh, yeah. big time. And so, if it gets like that, then yeah, I could say okay. But if it's if you're in a blue state tonight, watching or listening, and you haven't pushed back enough to do a recall, or you need to push back, you need to take your state back and do what yeah. we're doing here, and mm-hmm. at least try before you decide to move. Because if too many conservatives or too many people move, then that, that blue state will always be blue. And what's going to yeah, happen, right. you're mm-hmm. going to have liberals living in the blue states and conservatives living in the red states. And right. eventually what's going to happen, Biden or his handler or whoever next is president, which will be, probably be another Democrat, unless this election is fixed, the system is going to attack the blue, the red states. First, right. it's going to be, and you can mark my words, first, it's going to be, Law, you know, blocking funding for that state or going right. to court, like what they're doing in Texas with the abortion law or going to the court, probably the Supreme Court and do all this stuff. But eventually, if those states don't budge, then it's going to be, I, I can, here's what I can see. Where a blue state and red state butt up against each other on their borders, I can see Biden shutting the borders down. Yeah. Shutting their funding down, not letting food or anything come in or out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see them shutting 
uh, flights to that country because he controls the FAA. Right. He controls the Amtrak, the trains, the post office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He, I can see him going after those states in that way. I, I can see that happening in the next year easily. Right, right. And the final thing is if that a false flag event created by Biden and one world order to cause Biden to use troops to go into the red states and take the governors out. Yeah. Have them arrested. Have. He's and, already and alluded to that. Yeah. I could totally see that happening because that's what yeah. Russia did. Russia, mm -hmm. when it became the Soviet Union, it went into the southern Baltic states up against Europe and it took Poland, it took all these countries and Ukraine and Kazakhstan and all these countries and it took them. Just right. went and they took them. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Cold War came in. And so they went in there and just did it because they had the military to do it and there's nothing could stand up against them and they did it. Yeah, that's right. And that could happen here. Mm -hmm. That's totally going to happen here. So now's the time to Push back. vote, uh, pressure your local um political party that you belong to for a Republican or whoever you're running with to have the same issues that you believe in. Right. Um, yeah. It's like it used to be the days we want cleaner water and we want a garbage service for every household. That's great. I get that. Now mm -hmm. should be the issues is no masks, no mask mandates, no vaccine mandates. Um, stop letting our prisoners out of jail, our felons. Right. Uh, stop doing the no bail. We have no bail here anymore. Um, stop letting illegals to come across our border, especially unvetted ones. We don't know where they're coming from, what diseases they have. That's the kind of issues we need to deal with. Then when everything settles down, you deal with this other stuff. Right now, when you're starving to death and you're dying of hunger and thirst in the desert, you're not worried about what's on Netflix. Right. You want that glass of water and you want that food. And you'll mm -hmm. do You'll eat a cactus to get it. You'll, you'll chew on a rock to survive. That's right. You'll dig a hole and find water. You'll do whatever it takes to live. That's what we need to be doing right now. That should be our mentality mm -hmm. is not worrying about the little insignificant stuff like uh, neutral gender bathrooms. You know, right. are we woke enough? Do uh, all lives matter? Yeah, they do. But what matters right now is we're losing our country. And the way to fight back is you need to vote pressure your congressmen and senators if they're not in line with what needs to be done, get them out. Recall right. them. Recall them. Recall all of them. Get them all out of yeah. there. That's if right. they said they were going to do this and they've been in there six months, eight months, and they haven't done anything, recall them. Do mm -hmm. it right now. Republican and Democrat. Get yeah. them all out. Because that's what we got to do. Because yeah. eventually, that's if we don't do this now, then it will come to a civil war where people will lose their lives. Yeah. That's right. It will come to that. But right now we're not there. I'm not advocating that at all. We need to do what I just said. And right now uh, I'm praying that Gavin loses, um, that even if they fix it, you can't fix it enough that so mm -hmm. many people will vote, then he'll be gone. That's right. And that right. will be the first brick in rebuilding and in making America great again. Yeah. It's the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll start things up. Yeah. For sure. Hey, and that's good. Did you see, yeah. Dave, did you see my text? 
No, <laughs> I'll look at it now. <laughs> uh, let's see here, folks. When this is what happens when you get older. You got to put glasses on so you can I, read. I can't believe it. I had no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We started late. It was my fault, folks. It wasn't Dave. I had technical issues. I got a new uh, PC on my end, and I wanted to hook it up for tonight, and it just took longer than we thought. So. But the results are, are much better. So. Is it good? good. The, end, the ends justify the means okay. <laughs> in this case. So. <laughs> Yeah, folks, we were talking about getting off at nine o'clock because we did start late. And, uh, you know, Brian's got to work tomorrow and I got to get the stuff ready to get it uploaded to Rumble and, and to Spreaker and to Podbean and to my website. So, uh, and, and, my... and... oh, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah. And folks, I just wanted to say have a good night and, you know, just remember God's in control of everything in our country, in our lives. Yeah. He knows what's going on. He's not sitting up there all stressed out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, the Democrats, they got one over on me. So just do what's just take one day at a time. What Jesus say in Matthew 6, uh, it was Matthew 6. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will have enough trouble its own. Take yeah. one day at a time. You know? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen and amen. I agree with everything you said. Well, folks, uh, we will see you next Monday together. Um, and maybe during the week, I'll throw one or two together, you know, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. So thank you for coming in. Thank you, Brian, for a very Thanks. insightful yeah. show. It was good. Yeah. Very good it was show. a good show. Thanks. Yeah. Folks, uh, be blessed and, uh, know that like Brian says, that the Lord's in control, he's always in control and he'll take care of everything. And, um, if he's not sweating it, we shouldn't, although, you know, he's, he's God, but that's what faith is all about. It's trusting in your, uh, your God and knowing that he's got your best interests in heart. So, and he does. So anyway, that having been said, uh, God bless you guys. God bless you, Brian. Live long and prosper, folks. (laughs) I can't do that. My fingers won't do that. I just got to (laughs) wait. So bye. Bye guys. Bye Dave. Bye-bye. Take care. God bless.